Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome, everybody, to the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping, over 75 bucks. You guys should be going to KieferInkTesting.com right now and clicking on that RMATVMC banner, and then that helps us out, gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing and uh, keeps the show up and moving. Of course, this guy on the line doesn't like this company, but I do, fxrracing.com. Go use the code KKMX35 to save yourself 30% off anything FXR Moto related. And uh, it's Christmas time. Get yourself a gift or your loved one. And if you're a girl, you don't have to be uh, you don't have to be a gnarly racer chick. If you're just a soul rider and you're a woman, I got a special code for you. You can hit me up, Chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll give that to you. Last but not least, Racetech, Racetech.com. Do yourself a favor, people. Change your oil, change your seals, change your bushings every 20 hours on your bike. Do that over there at Racetech.com. Sales at Racetech.com, and that'll get you 10% off of what you guys are purchasing. And, of course, labor, because labor's expensive. On the phone right now is Fly Racing Zone, or I should say WPS slash Fly Racing, Gary Sutherland. What's up? What's going on, man? Um, how are we doing with the baby? Uh, speaking of labor, right? Uh, we're good. <laughs> we're, we're doing good. Randy, uh, Randy rain. came out a couple weeks ago. Yep. And About 10 days ago. Yep. 10 and he days is ago. Doing good. And he's, uh, yeah, he's doing great, man. So we got three kids now. We're have a full-time job. You got a, yep. a, a business woman for a wife. It's a busy time over there at the Sutherland house. Oh, there's always something exciting going on over here, man, all the time. Well, Em's taking up trash cans, you know, like anybody that follows you. I see like that on Instagram. Trash so. can killing it. So, she, yeah. She doesn't look happy uh, taking those trash cans out. Well, she's got to learn, you know. Life's, life's all about lessons. Life's tough, Gary. That's right. Uh, so, I brought Gary on today. He, uh, although hasn't been riding that much, and he has, the time he has been riding, he's been riding my KX450 test bike. So, this show is all about, you guys know, 2022 KX450SR, which means Special Racer. Don't really like that name. It's kind of lame, but we just call well, it Well, isn't it from – isn't it – they said it has something to do with the Japanese calling it. Well, that uh, was the factory bikes. When James was riding okay. Cowies, they called his a KX450SR. Okay. Because I heard where they were saying something like that in Japan they actually call – it's like there's a little saying for – you know, special racers, what they call it, I guess. So yeah. that's why they decided to. It sounds Japanese too when I say it, like special yeah. racer, right? Special racer, right? Exactly. Uh, not like that, Gary. It's racist. Not like that. It was. I was just just saying it. <laughs> uh, so we rode it at State Fair. We actually brought our our stock 2022 K450 for comparison. Mm-hmm. I actually rode the bike the day before just to kind of get refreshed on that bike because I honestly only rode it maybe a couple times. And it was in the hands of you. It was in the hands of the NUF at the World Vet National. So 
It's been uh, passed around. So we decided to bring that. Kawasaki guys met us at State Fair. Gary, I brought you on because you're a picky son of a mother. And I feel like if there's one guy that can sign off on a bike and you like it, that means something. I don't know as if I'm that picky. I No different than you. You have a feel that you like and you enjoy. And so once you've had that feeling, you want to, you know, you gravitate trying to figure out whatever bike it is to get back to that feeling. Right. So, and I've struggled with that over the years. You know, you you have a a certain way you like things and sometimes it just, you can never get there, you know? And so, but I am vocal and I tell you about it when I'm not happy with it. That's the problem. Oh yeah. You're a vocal person. You're, you're not shy. That's for sure. Nope. <laughs> He's like, nope. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good thing and a bad thing, right? You know? All right, so let's go over these changes that is on the SR versus the stock bike. Uh, obviously, X-Trig stock uh, offset clamp, 23 millimeters. No, it is not the interchangeable offset, which when you get a rocks clamp, you can go to 21 or 23 offset. Uh, ECU settings for the ported and polished uh, cylinder head, which I've been getting a ton of shit for. It's not, it's the, it looks like shit, like it's not even that good, but. Nonetheless, I don't port cylinders, so I don't know what a good port job looks like. I'm you giving port you heads. Port. Heads. We're not in two strokes, buddy. Well, it's cylinder heads. That's what I said. Okay. Okay. Well, a cylinder sure. is the jug, and the cylinder head is the head, right? Yep. I was making sure you're getting it right. Come you on, man. Me there. I've been around for a little bit. You, there, hey, testing, yes, but when it comes to mechanics, uh, look at. I'm not going to tear down a four-stroke engine and rebuild <laughs> it. Let's let's. I understand that, but I do know my way around an engine. I just don't know how to work on it. Correct? Okay. All right. Good. Uh, obviously, KYB suspension is the big the big news on this for me. Um, Monster Graphics, Pro Circuit, Full System Muffler, Henson, Clutch Cover. No, it doesn't have a basket. It's just the cover. Rental Sprockets, DID Chain, and DID STX Rims. So that is the SR in a nutshell. Obviously, you guys can go to racerxonline.com and watch the video, but most of you guys are traveling and you like podcasts, so this is why we're here. So, Gary, let's get to it. So, you rode the stock bike real quick. Yep. Quick impression on the stock bike, the track we rode up. I've put some time on the stock bike. I'm not a huge fan of State Fair, but um, riding that bike uh, at State Fair, same kind of feedback that I had at Glen Helen or anywhere else. I struggle a lot with front end. I mean, you saw me laying on the ground on the second lap. <laughs> I struggle with front end feel on the Cowie. Like I feel like I have it with the regular bike. Like I feel like I have great traction. It's planted. And then next thing you know, the front end's gone. And that's happened to me numerous times, now, whether it's can, been at the tracks or I, and I struggle with that. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Uh, where is it that you lose traction? Is it the beginning, middle, end corner? Where is it that you feel like you don't the have beginning? It's beginning. my initial lean in. Okay. So, like when I come into the first part of the corner and I'm braking, and right as I want to get back in the meat of the power and like apex or make a change or just lean into the rut and actually put a little pressure on that front wheel, whatever I'm trying to grab. Yep. It's like I feel like I have it, and then, and it doesn't matter. I've tried different tires on it, and it's the same. And I don't know if that's just the the softness initially in the the Showa fork is a little. I feel like the stock bike is a little more soft and loose up top, and actually like it's compl- it, it's plush, it's good, but I I might just not have the hold up to to control how hard I want to hit the corners. But I've felt that across the board with it um, wherever I ride it. And you like the engine on the stock bike? 
yeah, the stock bike is not exciting. Like it's a very usable power. And I, even as big as I am, the third gear is pretty good. Like I can use third gear in a lot of places that I can't on other bikes. Okay. Um, but the, the motor is usable. It's fun. I can ride it hard if I want to, but it also has enough, you know, smoothness that it's like, it's not super aggressive. It's not a powerhouse of a bike, but it still gives me enough power to do what I need to do. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how I would put it too. Like it's not a lot of excitement on the KX unless you're really low RPM. It's kind of jerky. That's why we recommend that Chaw map that's up on my website. Uh, that kind of smooths that out. But then it just, it's a vanilla engine. That's what I would like to describe it. it it's not crazy fast like a Honda, but it's not slow. And I use this, the, the, the word slow loosely like KTM. Like the KTM is really methodical. It builds power methodical. It's kind of in between uh, a Yamaha and a KTM in between there. It's just a nice, solid, has good rear wheel traction. Um, but I'm with Gary. Like for me, it's vague in the front end. It feels long. I feel like I'm towing a fucking trailer on this thing when I ride it. And it's just hard for me to get into my corners in area two. So I was excited to ride this bike because I had a little bit of time on it just in pre-production form when I went with KYB. So I kind of knew like, oh, wow, this is feels a lot different. So hopefully it didn't screw it up when it came into production. Um, so you hopped on it. And granted, and let's, okay, just tell me what you thought when you hopped on the SR. And then I want to talk to you about something. My instant feeling is, I, I literally felt confident. I'd say that's the biggest word that I could put with the bike as a whole, right. as a just a complete bike. The bar position was comfortable. The cockpit was comfortable. And the suspension to me, like, I, you know me, I'm, I'm, I am cut myself right now. I think I'm bleeding green right now after yesterday's ride. But it was what it's exactly the feel that I've been kind of searching for in fork and shock set up on different bikes over the past few years that I've been riding. Like, it was compliant and felt good in the square edge. Like I could pick up square edge bumps and then I could also OJ one of those jumps. I could slam into faces. Like it was very, it had good hold up. It was progressive. And then the motor was super, super good. Like it was super clean on the bottom, come into a corner, roll it on. And in the rut, like the only thing, like when it ramps up, it was, it was uh, like the mid range was super strong. I was, kind of blown away it's super crisp um <clears throat> super clean and it gave you that like it was like a little shocking you know because state fair is not that you know fast of a track so i was kind of blown away with it as far as how usable it was but also um how much power is there i really look forward to trying to ride that bike at a different track that's a little faster right but i instantly jumped on i was like i was so comfortable compared to the stock bike mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's, I mean, just as a package, like we talked about this yesterday, like the bike is a package, like they did a really good job on not making it like, Oh, it's good here. It's good. It's just good across the board. It reminds me a lot of a Yamaha. And I think it just comes down to the suspension. Honestly, like, you know, the Yamaha is like really good at a lot of things. It's not great at one thing in particular. Mm -hmm. And that's where I put this bike for me is like, it's good across the board. Like I, there's things that you could always like, Oh, it could be a little better here, but the bike is predictable and it gave me confidence. And those are two things that I, I'm like, Hey, I have the confidence and I know what the bike's going to do. Like I can push this bike past what I you normally can on like the stock bike for sure. So basically kind of like a race bike for you then you still to be good. 100%. For, yeah. Cause in racing you kind of ride just past your normal range, right? Yep. Yeah. So, 
All right, so for me, I, I'm I'm more of a KYB guy. Obviously, I ride Yamahas a lot on my own time, and that is directly based on what kind of what Gary said is this blue bike does a lot of things really good. There's not one thing that really sucks at. Yes, it's a little heavy. Yes, it's maybe a little bit uh, not the lightest in corners, but it's stable. It does it good. has a great engine. This is kind of where the Kawasaki SR is a little bit for me. I still feel like it's a little long. And I don't have as good of a lightweight feeling in corners with the SR like I do on the YZ. But that being said, I can concur with Gary. What we call track toughness in the world of suspension testing, uh, there's a blend of performance on the suspension and there's a blend of comfort. It's very hard to weave those two together when you come up with a setting in pre-production testing. Like it's, it's very difficult, people. Like it's, it's rare. You can kind of be like, okay, man, we need more of comfort, uh, so it's going to move a little bit more on the stroke, but it's going to be soft, So, but this is how this chassis is, is working, so we need this suspension for that. This KYB stuff, and it is an AOS fork, so similar to a, a YZ fork, uh, just like what Gary said, I can jump in the faces of other jumps and have a nice, supple feel. It's not a very harsh feeling to my hands. Um, there, you can feel the dampening through the whole stroke. There's not one point in the stroke of this fork that I feel like it's empty or just soft. It almost has that nice dampening feel all the way through. So the curve is really nice. The shock, we did have to do a little bit of adjustments um, for me, but again, very, very easy to get used to. Track toughness is very high in the suspension. Not to say that Showa and the stock stuff is horrible because it's not. I'd rather have that stuff than some air forks. Uh, all the way, but for me, the Showa stuff is built a little bit softer to compensate for comfort, and what we normally do with the Showa fork on the stock KX450 is go up a spring rate. That helps balance the bike out, and you know this, Gary. You hopped on this KYB stuff, and there was, like, no pitching coming in the corner. No. Right. So it just remained flat. The chassis uh, was calm, which helps you corner, right? So for me, yeah. Uh, the chassis is a little bit better for cornering on the SR versus the stock one, but you can still feel that Kawasaki character. It is a longer-feeling bike. Uh, when I go to scrub or jump or move around like i got to cut down, it takes more effort for me. Do you notice that at all? Yeah, and I, I would rather have that. I would rather have that heavy, stable feeling and have to work a little harder to, to make it do what I want it to do mm-hmm. than to have it be unpredictable and and be more twitchy in areas. You know, like I, I would rather have to physically make the bike do something rather than it catch me off guard because it is nimble or something. like. Right. And I, I wouldn't say that the Cowie's not nimble. I just think in areas where you're talking, it, it, it definitely, you're right, it does take a little more effort, but for a majority of tracks like we took it to state fair like you said which is not a place where that bike should shine yeah that's a great point and, i and, forgot to talk about that yeah and it's not a place that i like to ride right but i had i came off the bike and i was like dude this is the most fun i've had in a long time riding right um dirt's good but the bike is a good i feel like it's a good medium as far as like it works good there and then now it's like i'm really excited because i rode the other cowie at Glen helen a lot and so it's like i want to see what this chassis and how the suspension all feels when you're hitting bumps at a higher speed when you're you know doing coming up and down hills stuff like that but just first impression i 
I don't see how it could be. Uh, it's already way further step in the right direction than the stock stuff. So yeah. So we had a uh, Dallas and I had a little uh, podcast about a uh, Kawasaki KX450 versus a Honda 450 and what each do good and what's better. And the Kawasaki's character is if you're on lean on the side of your tire on throttle, it just feels very planted. It feels like you have more rubber into the dirt. Uh, no other bike in that class has that feel. The Yamaha doesn't have that feel. The Honda doesn't have that feel. KTMs do not have that feel. So I like that part of the Cowie where I can lean, be on the edges of my tire, and that I still feel like I have enough comfort and, and knobbies into the dirt, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think the SR takes that to a whole nother level of what you feel on the stock bike. The stock bike has that feel, but I feel like I had way more of that planted sticking to the ground under acceleration feel with the SR. Right. Uh, engine for me. So uh, in the video, if you watch the video, Gary didn't know we had the white coupler in first. I didn't know that either. And then I came in and Charles said, Hey man, the white coupler was in there. And I'm like, okay, let's go back to the green, which is a stock coupler. So I had round one of testing and we went through the test riders, like me, Gary and Greg. And then we went back to me, Gary, Greg, and that's how we did our rounds of testing. So the second round I put the green coupler in and I thought, ah, the track dried out a little bit, a little bit rougher, a little more chop. And I was like, eh, I don't really like it. It's kind of a little heavy feeling in the engine. It's a little bit less snappy. Had Chop put the white coupler back in and went back out, did a lap and a half. And I was like, yeah, I don't like that. That's too much. It was almost, as the track changed, it was a little bit too aggressive for me. And I went back to the green coupler. And for me, I would stick with that green coupler. I don't know if you noticed the differences in that when you went out. Uh, a little bit. Um like I said, the the end, my end session wasn't long enough really, um, but I did notice I did notice the smoothness and the track had changed so much too that it had made you know the couplers. I, I, like I said, I noticed it a little, but I didn't get enough riding time right. on that second coupler. So yeah, for me, like compared to the stock bike, you guys will have less what I call snatchiness. Do you like that word? Snatchiness. So I mean, snatchiness <laughs> is like that that zero to five percent throttle opening. Just like little snatchy, and it has less of that, yeah, a little less jerkiness on the SR than the stock bike, which is nice. So getting it, yeah, so getting in that corner feels better. Like Gary said, it's a, it's not a deceiving power like a KTM, but you better be moving up on your seat forward when you come out of a corner because it will pull you back and then you'll wheelie. But it's very seamless. It's not a, a jerk. It's not like a Yamaha where it's really free and exciting. Wop wop wop. It's more of a whoop, and it's just has more traction, but it will put that to the ground and it'll go down that straightaway in a hurry. So you best be hanging on. Yeah. And I, uh, that was the only, that was one of the one things I think there's like two things I would change on the bike. And one of them was putting a seat cover on with a little more grip because I caught myself like really using a lot of upper body strength coming out of corners, trying to keep forward to keep the front end down. And my butt was sliding back. So that was, you know, one of the only things that I noticed with the power versus the the stock bike the stock bike i would come in and i could like clutch and just be on the gas hard right and i would get that but it wasn't as exciting with that i'm like oh geez like i'm leaning i'm using more upper body strength so i would put a seat cover on with a little more grip uh the note of the exhaust is so much better than this the kawasaki atrocious looking uh bazooka that is the stock kx450 pipe it's nice to have a, a good looking pc pipe on there it has the cool green graphics i know you don't give a shit about that but i do um i do 
I, I mean, I think it looks cool. Like, you think I'm not, like, I, I do enjoy good-looking things, dude, just because I raced off-road for a long time and just thrashing <laughs> my stuff doesn't mean that I don't like good-looking stuff. Like, right. you okay. know, don't uh, get me wrong. Uh, oh, the, the Monster Claw isn't for me because I'm, like, it's, I mean, it's cool. I get why people do it. I get why they have it and all that. Right. That's a little different for me. Well, yeah, so I guess we didn't talk about that. The original plan for Kawasaki was to have an Eli Tomac edition. That's the where the KYB came from because he ran KYB. Uh, but when this whole product planning decided on this and they moved forward a little bit later, you know, he signed with Star Yamaha. So that kind of screwed this whole ET edition. And then they had the SR because they had to put some on there. But uh, so, yeah, that's where the whole idea came from. And I would assume, and I do not know this, I, uh, I don't know if I should say this, but I would assume next year, if they do do this, they will have to market it in a different way because all the factory team is on Showa, and that's not going to change. So if they do have a an addition, a new one, like a factory addition, it might go back to Showa. Um, Which I think, for me personally, not, and I can't, like, of course... I would say that's a bad direction, but I haven't wrote. I would. I don't. I don't have any time on really good show of stuff. So, right. I, I I'm partial to KYB. You know, I like KYB as much as you do, and so just feeling the difference initially on that bike, I'm like, this is bike is it's a totally different bike. Realistically, if you ask me, like, it's not even apples to apples. A lot of like I've got on that bike and felt totally different on it. So these people are gonna listen and think we're full of shit and we're just blowing yeah. Cowie, right? Hey, so speaking of this. Last night, I got a DM on Instagram of a guy that has a 2021 Cowie. Have this team all the time. Right. At Kawia, super nice guy. I've known for a while. He bought one already, and he's like, I same thing. He's like, I don't even want to ride my other bike. Right. Like, he's like, it's so good. He's like, I feel so much faster. The bike's so much better. Like, it is such a step forward that I don't see why you, if you were riding, even just riding for fun, like, it's a better bike. Yeah, I agree. So, you say that I'll piggyback off that. Uh, there was another guy that had one at the track that day, and I just rolled up and talked to him and said, "Hey, man, how do you like it? What's you know what the deal?" The dude's like, "Look, I have a twenty-one. I, this is my second day on this bike." He's like, uh, "I don't even want to ride mother twenty-one. Like, I like this bike so much. I feel like I'm faster." And then, um, you know, he told me he paid fifteen k for it, and I was like, "Whew!" But he bought warranties and shit. But anyway. His buddy came over later in the day. I think he parked with them, and he didn't know yeah. I already spoke with them. And he's like, hey, man, my buddy has one of those over there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I talked to him. And he's like, dude, I've never seen him ride so good. And I'm like, really? He told me he thought he rode better, but he's like, dude, he's riding way better. Like, we usually well, close in speed, and he's like, he's beating me today. Well, and I think that's too. Like, the, the, like, my main word for jumping on that bike, my first impression was it was confident, right? Like, we talked about the suspension in the video that you guys will listen to. And, and the, the suspension really is like a, it's like a little safety net. Like I, I could push that stuff further than I could on a stock bike and still be comfortable. Right. And so right. that creates more confidence. And I think anybody that gets on that bike is going to have a little more confidence because it just, it feels really good. It feels planted. It feels stuck to the ground. And, and I mean, trust me, I, I, I did not think that's how it was going to be. I thought, oh, it's just another, you know. Yeah, I'm but actually it was surprised a, you like a, it so much, honestly. Yeah, I was literally, blo- like, I I got on that bike thinking, feeling like, oh, this is just be another factory edition, whatever. It's like, da, da, da. And, you know, I'm picky with suspension. I'm picky with a lot of things. And I was like, uh, you can put this in my van right now. I go, I go race it. You know right. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have to change suspension settings. So you take it over your KTM? Change. 
Yeah. Okay. I'd take it over my KTM right now. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I would like, I, I'm really clearly excited to see what the new KTM has to offer. Would love to ride that bike because clearly that's a whole new bike. But for my old chassis KTM to this bike, if money's not an option, and even if money is an option, if you're going, it's only like we said, it's only a couple, three grand more for yeah. The so the Cowie. SR is twelve three ninety nine, and the stock Cowie is ninety five ninety nine. Yeah, and so so it's basically a little less than three k. Yeah, and you, but the thing is, is like when you go buy a new bike, like if I went and bought a new Cowie right now. I'd be putting bars on it. I'd be putting uh, a pipe. I'd be putting suspension. I wouldn't spend the money to do the motor work because I I just wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't spend that money. But if I could spend three grand and have all that and not have to mess with working on my bike, right? Like right. I'm in a position now, three kids, clearly, like I, I don't want to sit in my, sit there and work on my bike all night. Like I, I'd rather just go ride it, jump on it and go, go pin it and have fun. I don't need to the tinkering days of working on bikes. Like that's the beauty of buying a factory edition bike is they're ready to go race basically. Uh, so if you guys went out and said, okay, I have a standard Cowie and I just want to go buy the KYB suspension. Uh, you can do that. But the fork itself is almost three grand, just the fork. Yep. So in order to get the suspension, it's going to be $5,000. So, and that's not Which, including all the other shit you get on the SR. You get a pipe, you get, you know, uh, the X-Trigs, those are the main components that I feel like make a difference. I mean, yeah, the ported head. And people are talking shit on the on the ported head or the polished, however you want to put it. There is some advantage even if it's just cleaned up. When you – obviously, I'm, I'm not a motor builder, but I have been a part of guys just cleaning up cylinder heads at the track, swapping them out from stock. There is a difference there. So yeah, it's all about how that air and fuel tumbles into that head and it might not look good or it might not be what people think, but it works, whatever they did, it works. And I was going to pinpoint on your suspension. You said it's like going to be close to five grand for a set of suspension. Like there's a lot of KTM people out there. I mean, how many KTM guys go buy a new bike and they buy cone valve? thought it was ready right? to race. Well, it is, but. <laughs> that's, that's, isn't saying, that the motto ready to race like hey it well, is, obviously it's not how many but think about how many people go and buy cone valve a shit ton i uh, more than more than i mean more than half easy so well, maybe I, in our world right because we don't know would who, you right yeah would you would you say if you had a stock cowie would you warrant spending the five grand on the kyb over your showa uh like if you if you were like oh man i really kind of want to upgrade my cowie I don't want yeah, to buy I'm not a new doing bike. that. I'm not doing it. You're not going to do it. It's not. You don't think that fork is worth the change? Though? I I think now, if you ask me, if I wanted to choose which bike, I would choose the KYB all KYB all day. But if I have a stock KX450, I'm yep. not spending 5K on the KYB. That's why I'm telling these people on this podcast, like, hey man, before you go you buy, buy your 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 stock bike, think about this. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Think about that 3K that you might think is big. It's not that big. Something, yeah, exactly. So that's no, what I'm I, saying. Like, if I'm stuck funny. with a stock one, I'm not yep. going, yeah, man, I'm going to go buy KYB stuff. I won't do it. But if I'm a KTM guy, you you think that immediately. That's It's it's like built in when you buy a KTM. Yeah, you're, like, you're like, ah, I'm going to buy that. You're like, I, I got to get forks. Up. I got to get forks. Yep. Fuck it. You're like, that's not how, you know, green parts work. works. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I mean, I would, and see, I would maybe go against that because I'm, so partial to feel you know i'm weird about comfort and all that's in performance i if i had a stock cowie and i'm like eh, i don't want to upgrade my bike my bike's really good i like it 
as far as everything, but the I would maybe spend the money on the KYB. I would maybe do it. Yeah, it would be close. That's and then but, the different. And I actually talked to the KYB guys because they were there at the test, and they were like, "Look, a kit KYB. If you wouldn't just bought a kit KYB, there are okay. very very small differences. Not huge like a Showa stock fork versus a Showa a kit." Yep. That's a bigger jump. So the KYB A kit, obviously, in the shock side, it has an 18 mil shaft, not a 16 shaft. Coatings, same with the fork. Coatings, Kashima on the outers. Small little pieces, different internally. But, dude, these stock AOS forks on the Cowie and the Yamaha are, are really, really good stock. People, <laughs> you can't. People buy cone valves and they go, "Yeah, I rode my buddy's Yamaha, and and my and the fork's better. It's stock." I'm like, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Welcome to KYB life. That's just- yeah, and I we talked about we've talked about this numerous times. The feel of a KYB, like I can't get that same feel of a KYB fork with anything else that I've had. And and you guys will all be able. to I'm actually working with uh, Marketio to test stuff along these lines to see on my KTM to see if we can get it to feel more like a KYB. You know. Well, dude, here's a real good example. I'll make this quick. So when people buy KYB conversions on KTMs, and I've tried KYB conversions, I'm expecting as I'm purchasing this two grand part or whatever it is it costs, I hop on my KTM and, and, and okay, I want that feeling of a KYB on a Yamaha. I do not get it. I never have. No matter but, what I, I try, I'm, yes, I got more tried? feeling, I got more lean angle, but I still don't have the comfort that I want. And that's and you tried KYB with but different lugs, correct? Correct. So I ran KYB inserts with a stock lug and stock, and I can get the comfort with a with a Western with a WP fork with KYB, the comfort that I like. Okay. I I found a setting, and I don't think you ever did ride that bike with that setting in it. No. But I want to really give WP an opportunity on my new KTM to see if I can get that feeling. Cause I'm just curious, right? Like I never got to mess with an air fork or a hybrid fork or any well, of that. That'd, that'd so. be the ultimate, right? Because obviously KTM is light feeling. You get a good front yeah. end fork. I mean, feel like an angle. It'd be great. Right. Yeah. Hey guys and gals, quick commercial break. Listen to these advertisements, save yourself some money and we'll be right back in about seven minutes. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper 8 and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front-end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. (laughs) ScreenPrintingDone.com You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, 
hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? BloodLubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer. Get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-Engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's Ride-Engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com. They have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris. Hit him up. You guys looking to purchase a new or used KTM, Yamaha, or Kawasaki? Well, look no further. Power Motorsports and Sublimity Oregon is the place to go. Email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com. I will get you in contact with David Sibley over there at Power Motorsports, and he will get you the best deal possible. I'm not kidding, man. Like These guys work wonders over there at Power Motorsports. They will give the best deals to all of my Kiefer Inc. testing listeners. No hassle, no BS, easy to finance, easy to get a bike, and hey, 
It doesn't matter if you live in Oregon, California, Maine, Florida. They will find a way to get you your bike. That's right. They work with moto shippers. Easy to get around. Easy to ship. Man, it works so easy. I've bought three motorcycles from them over at Power Motorsports, and moto shippers have shipped them to me, to my door. It's so easy to do. So go visit them, powermotorsports.com. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you in contact with them. We are back talking with Gary Sutherland about the KX450SR edition. Here we go. So, and that's where on this, on the SR, like I had the lean angle, I had the feel, I had everything. That's what I say. I got on it. And I was like, wow. Like I instantly was confident, like felt like I could ride the bike to its, to my limit instantly within two laps. So I was like, this thing is really good. And it was just that quick. And it sounds like we've talked to two different people that have already bought the bike and they feel the same way right. that it's that quick to feel comfortable on. Correct. Uh, also too, the extra clamps, I was worried about it being rigid and, and lots of vibration. I didn't get that. It uses the, uh, the PDHS, the progressive dampening handlebar system mounts, which they are heavy, but they actually work for vibration and flex. I do like that. Um, so the clamp itself, like I said, 23 mil offset is standard. You can't change it with that extra clamp. It's, you're not gaining rigidity. I've put some X-Trigs on Yamahas, and I do not like it because of the rigidity. So it's nice to have still a supple feel in your hands and not a harsh feel on edges of bumps. Um, if you guys are looking for a little bit better cornering ability, the if you do go to just in standard edition, if you like, you want an extra clamp, get that Rocks clamp. There's a 21, 23 difference. You put a 21 on there, and it really helps it lean in. So you never tried a 21 on KX, huh? You've had Adrian's, Not a, Adrian's. Yeah, I tried Adrian's twenty three. Yeah, but yeah. I hadn't. I didn't try the twenty one. Yeah, so that helps for guys that want a little bit more cornering on the on the Cowie. So real quick, uh, suspension settings for me. I don't know what Gary did, but I actually slowed the fork down a little bit because I thought when I was leaning over the front of my bike, it moved a little bit too much, and I was having a little bit of trouble in area two. So I slowed the fork down. It helped a little bit. Compression. Uh, I actually went in one to try to help it stiffen up a little bit initially and i didn't mess with the shock it was at 105 millimeters on the shock didn't mess with the shock but i know you did yeah i think i went i opened up the rebound to help that entrance into the ruts and granted state forward wasn't super rough so i think if i was going to go ride that bike at Glen helen yep. i would ride it i would more than likely probably open up the rebound a little more because i can feel the almost like it wants to pack a little or just the progressiveness like getting stiffer at the end, like not letting it absorb the bumps as well. Yep. So I think at a faster track, I would probably open it a couple clicks, but I opened it too and noticed that a little bit, like I like that you slowed it down because it felt like the front end like stayed down in the rut and actually tracked better. Yep. When I opened it up, I got better feel coming in, but then I, if I wasn't perfect on my actual, like getting on the, on the gas and I was just kind of hammering it, I could feel that the front end would, would like come back up and kind of want to walk out. Um, I opened up, the rebound on the shock just to help a little when the track got rough yep. just to help with a little bit of traction and a little bit of a feel. And that was the thing. Like I didn't really have to mess with it that much. Like it's what's funny is our weights are too different. You know, we're quite a bit, I don't know. You're probably 25 pounds lighter than I am, maybe a little more. And I didn't have to mess with the clickers barely any, you know, really no different than what you had. Yeah, track toughness, we don't really know the whole story on that yet because we haven't gone to other tracks. Yeah, yeah. But, like, for me, a little bit of that track toughness title, you have to be able to 
um, be within a range at that track that you're riding, and we don't have to mess with it that much. So, yeah, it was close to there. So I'll, we'll take this thing probably not till after the new year. Uh, we'll take it to Glen Helen. We'll do some other tracks with it. Actually, we'll try to take it up to Mesquite because that's the only really soft-feeling track that we have besides Paula. And for me, Mesquite is even grabbier dirt. So all you East Coast guys listening to this, getting ready to bitch at me or email me, say, come to the East Coast. That's what I do for for your guys' settings. Uh, I'll go out and rent that track out for a couple of days, bring a couple bikes, try to get a setting for there. Because normally when I go out there, my setting is different. So that tells me that it's actually working. So we'll go try to do that, get Gary's ass out and uh, away from WPS grind. Now, always on that WPS grind, dude. Fly, <laughs> fly fam over here, you guys. Yeah, flies go. good, man. Hey, no, no hate comes. Uh, the yeah, helmet, no the helmet is a fucking amazing helmet. I will say that it is a great helmet. I, I was blown away on that helmet when I, I started wearing the helmet before I started working for them, and was blown away how good it was. But then once I learned the protection, I was like, oh my goodness! Like people, I don't think give it enough credit or know enough about it. So that's what that's my job. That's what what. Uh, that's what you're out there doing, just hustling. That's what I'm out there doing. I'm hustling, hustling, man. Um, one thing about the cow I want to talk about before we leave here. Uh, the levers suck balls. Yep. Uh, what about, and you, and you're a mechanic, dude, and you know this and you can be honest. Kawasaki in general has shitty fasteners. They don't, they, they have shitty chain guides, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, in the past, yes. Uh, Nothing's Um, changed there, bro. Well, here's the thing. You, I'm always the guy that gets blamed for being rough on stuff and break stuff. Yeah. Brake pads gone. Clutch pads. But. I put how many hours did I put on the other bike? I put, I think I put twelve hours on the 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 X, and I put about eight or nine on the motorbike, and I never had a single issue. I went through one set of brake pads. I never had any issue with fasteners, and my chain guides lasted. So I get all the hate comms on that. Like people, are, oh, and I've trust me, I've rode cowies. I used to be a cowie guy. I enjoy riding the cowies, and they were like, man, this wore out, this wore out, this wore out, but. Honestly, like for my knucklehead of riding and the way I meathead things, the bike has, I think, gotten better from my experience so far. I haven't got into the 20, 30 hour range yet to right. see. Um, I would love to have a Cowie for 20, 30 hours to see what it would do with my style of riding. Um, oh boy. But so far, oh why would you say, oh boy? Oh boy. 20 hours. <laughs> see, 20 you hours. Le- see you later, bike. It's all oh. fun. Coming from Chris Keaton, Mr. Clutchhound over here. No, and I was about to say this. So, look, I'm a clutch dragger. That's how I modulate my front end, right? So I don't lit off the throttle. I just kind of fan the clutch to keep my front end down, and it ends up frying clutches. I mean, I go through – every 10 hours, I go through a clutch in the Yamaha. That's because I'm I'm dragging my clutch a lot. I drag it. Uh, I did notice at State Fair that I I do that whole thing. I drag my clutch, and this hydraulic clutch, the lever position moves – so that was the whole spiel about hydraulic clutches. Like, oh, you know, the adjustment stays the same. Well, that's not necessarily true, guys. Like, I felt my lever moving in when my clutch got hot um, yesterday when we were testing. So, I don't know if you noticed I don't, that. I don't ride long enough anymore to get the motor that hot, I guess. No, I did not notice it. I Because I don't – I'm more on off the clutch. Like, I stab it. I'm yep. not, like, modulating it. I'm more just bah, 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 like right. hammering it. So, um, I didn't feel that modulation on my on my end at least uh so my lip pro told me i had did 38 laps yesterday wow 38 38 i did like 
17 probably i didn't have a lit pro you should get one i'll have to hit a i'll have to hit him up where lit, well, pro, is, lit, just... lit pro is going to be a sponsor on the show next year so we can maybe get you one. awesome well i just I'll but you have to you actually use it well yeah i mean i don't i don't wear lip pro because i don't want to make you feel bad after your world championship i don't want you to be like oh this guy came <laughs> off the couch and just <laughs> smoked me in lap times today but i mean yeah. hey if you want uh-huh. that if you want the i smoke, do want man, it i want go. smoke give me the let's smoke go Let's go. I live for the smoke. I, oh, I actually live inside of it. I'd smoke you all the time. Bring it. <laughs> don't 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 even so. Hey, you got to remember with the Look, lit pro. Heather's not on the other end of the wa- That's uh, great. The stopwatch. You can't talk to Travis no... how that went. Talk to Travis about how that went. Oh, what? Because you beat him at one race. Doesn't matter. One race is a how race, many championships right? Championships does he have? Exactly. Who beat him? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 52 years Look, old and you know gloating. you know that i'm real I, I have no problem when you're faster i'm like I, i'm not riding that shit you're gnarly i can't do it i'm out but when i know that i can beat you i'm in i'm in for the smoke oh so you got some confidence right now just in one area <laughs> okay <laughs> so so you're gonna let me ride the cowie the sr right oh uh, yeah i'll give you your bike a choice that you feel the okay. fastest on and then we will do a okay. lip pro challenge all right that'd be a fun video actually yeah, we kind of like the father son thing. I feel like we should do battles like that and make videos for certain dudes, just random guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's like that do a, cool. a, a Suravog slash Kelly video. Yeah, because that's. I mean, you really do think about it. I mean, that's a good point. Like you did your father son thing, but how many guys listening to the show? I would just battle with their them, buddies. They, to, they battle with their buddies. I don't know how many times I went to the track and my buddy Kelly's like. Dude, this guy's mad because I just got out and was trying to race with him. And, and I'm like, yeah, well, it's practice. But he's like, yeah, but so-and-so wants to race with me, and we, we always battle. And I'm like, I never really – I mean, we would battle, like, if we ever do a moto. Like, but we always give each other space, right? Right. But I know so many guys that are, like, legit, like, battling. Like, right. they go out and try and, like, hammer down with each other. And I think – This will be a great video that. for Lipro. I think we should do this. We should. I'm in. We should get maybe uh, WPS to sponsor it. Okay. I Work I on gotta, that. That's no problem. Just tell let's, me where. Let's go. Let's work on let's that. Let's go. Fly, fly fam. You got to wear fly gear, but that's Oh, cool. yeah. We can't work that out. Then. I'm not. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kidding. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? So, obviously, we kind of know the answer. I always ask you this at the end. Is the juice worth the squeeze? Obviously, you yep. said yes. You would buy that over the stock bike. Yeah, just for what you get for the price and being able to just jump on a bike, go ride it, go race it, and you're getting a good bike for the pro- like you're getting so much more you're actually getting like- something for it right yeah yeah i actually like it's not like oh it's not like kawasaki said oh here's a monster graphic and a pipe right. there you go here's our factory edition like no no it's legitimate changes that make a big difference and i don't know does yamaha do any big di- i haven't got to ride no, their actually so yamaha doesn't have one but what i'm saying in the world of factory well, edition, what's their so- monster edition it's just scratches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And blue rims or something like that, right? Well, no, it, uh, there's not. It's the same besides black plastic and monster graphics. Okay, so they're not. They're not. There is nothing there. That no. bike right. has like no. I mean, that bike's pretty good stock, so they don't need it. Well, what I'm saying, the world. So you have a KTM, you have yep. a Husqvarna, you have a Honda, and you have a Kawasaki, right? Yep. When's so, Suzuki coming out with theirs? How about, let's just get Suzuki a bike, please. Let's call let's call Wheeler up and see what we got going on. Poor Wheeler, dude. He wouldn't naturally. I know. Fall. He's a good dude, though. Uh, I, Han, KTM doesn't do anything to their engine. So uh, KTM Factory Edition, usually, not this year, because obviously it's a whole different yeah, year. Yeah, it's all new bike, yeah. But they'll just have revised settings on the suspension. Yep. 
and graphics and seat cover and wheels, but there's nothing internally in the engine that's different. So Honda started doing that. Honda said, how do we separate from KTM? And let's say, well, let's put a ported from the factory or polished, whatever, people freak out, head inside and then add the other stuff. So Kawasaki followed suit, and I think this is going to evolve, dude. I feel like this is going to evolve, and we're going to see very expensive bikes later on. But no matter how expensive, even though you or I will not purchase a $15,000 motorcycle in the future, people will do that. There's a yeah, market, and there's a market for that. There's 100% a market for it, not not just from the cool factor, but the benefit. Like most of the kids, I feel like this. all these bikes are targeting your – 30 plus guys for the most part right well yeah guys, guys that are settled that down they have warriors. a job right yeah yeah because the guy like you're the young kids that are going out riding most of them are going to go buy that bike because they have sponsorship agreements or they have other things that they need to run or do so it's not really worth they're not really getting more bang for their buck at that point right because right. they have to change out half the stuff anyway but as a guy that's just like hey i want to go race mammoth and vet nationals and beat Kiefer next year okay go buy that bike you know what i mean it's already ready to go it's race ready <laughs> i'm retired i'm I mean, out i'm done they can do oh, whatever they, they can do whatever like, they want you won your championship you're out hey i won back to back okay james stewart over here well, i'm back i'm back to back world champions hurlings Kiefer, same sentence what's up <laughs> world how many more are you, are you is are, when are you gonna ride the 50 class because i don't know your i've age. got a, i've got a, i've still got a half of the 40s to go so i got a little while dude the last time I talked to you, you said you were 45, and that was like four hey, years man, ago. That ain't no bullshit. When I was late 30s, I said I was like 27. No, no, no late 30s. I was like, like maybe – I was kid. 33, and I was like, yeah, how old are you, Kiefer? I'm like, ah, oh, 27. They're like, oh, okay, because now I can't fake it. I look old, so I'm fucked. Well, you looked old back then. We just didn't know you Stop. were that bad at lying. Want to talk about how low that shock was? What? You want to talk about how low that KX shock was that you are sitting on? Oh, dude, don't worry, man. I'm dropping weight like it's nobody's business. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, That's Gary Sutherland, everybody. Uh, Former. That's right. Former Former. National Heron Hound and Works Champion. I should have just. I should have just quit. I should have retired that year when I. You should have. You should have went out on top. Had a huge blowout party with just a bunch of coke and hookers. And nah, that's ran. not my style, dude. <laughs> but that's that's a Chris Kiefer after dark stuff. Yeah, man. that ain't that ain't my. my that's what jam. Stephen always Steve always says. Yeah, I just get a bunch of blow and hookers. I'm like, eh, I don't think that's gonna go very well. No, I think that's frowned upon. Uh, what Basically, year was it? Two, uh, 2000... It's getting a long time ago. Seventeen, man. God, like it is a long time. Ago. Ago. I can't believe it. Doesn't it. feel that long, but. Fudge, no, I look back at it and I was like, maybe I should have just said, "All right, I'm out," right then and there. Like, just you wow. know. Yeah, that's, but, I didn't think it was that long ago either, but dang. Yeah. Life happens fast, buddy. Are you going to ride a hare and hound anymore, you think, ever? Uh, no, probably okay. not. I mean, I don't really have a I, – I, I went out on top. I'm, I'm done. I left. You actually did because you didn't really race the next year out in hare and hound, right? I never raced any hare and hound since I had a number one plate. I never even wrote, raced with my number one plate in a hare and hound, which is kind of sad. Dude, that's really – that sucks. That's sad. Yeah, that sucked. I mean, that, the way that all went down, it just sucked, but at the same time, like, it you got to race it in the work series, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I raced all year on it, and I almost won the works championship on a Suzuki, which would have been epic. Oh, but, my God, you'd have been a freaking national hero. Dude, it, I was four points behind, and two, two so rounds to So did you get second? Go. No, bike blew up two rounds to go. I DNF'd and ended up fourth oh, in the series. But you. I would have been second. I would have been, so I got fourth and didn't get any, I, I like, because the bike blew up two rounds to go. 
I got fourth in the series and didn't get top three contingency. Damn it. So it's just another just, just gut punch. Double just edge. Gut, gut. Yes, just stab, I, stab. I was doing everything I could to keep that bike going, man. I was throwing motors in. I mean, you remember every two oh, weeks, man. It's not like I was throwing there for motor in that thing. Dude, that was a that was a struggle. A struggle city. But it was all good, man. But now, you know, I get to ride really fun, fast bikes with key ring testing. Hey. Show off my cool fly gear. And, that ain't no man, bullshit. Isn't, isn't it way more fun just to be a test guy and like less stress and you just show up ride yeah. some cool shit well it's, it's not well yes and no because when you don't ride for a while and then you come back and ride and like you ride with guys like you that have been riding all i just feel is just out of shape and like i'm just sucking wind so it's not as enjoyable that's what i've learned so that's why i've you know we're making some life changes right, right now and right. get less, back on less, track less beers yes very very much so okay. way way cut down just, just cut it down like Christy cut it down. Just however much Christy drinks, you drink. Well, so that's none. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. None. Exactly. None. That's what I've been doing. She doesn't even drink wine? No. Oh. I mean, she'll occasionally have something, you know. Well, okay. you know, but I mean, we just had a baby, so. Right, no. right, right. Yeah, well, you can't breastfeed, and so you can't do that, right? No. That's no. a whole other show we can talk about, right? <laughs> hey, my <laughs> wife is so awesome. She's breastfeeding, computer. Today. Oh, yeah. Tell the story about the thing you told me about. Oh, like the baby's like four days old and my wife, I was like, she's like, hey, bring my computer. And I'm like, I walk in the room and she's like breastfeeding Randy, got her phone on speaker and typing on her computer. All she's like time. networking, helping a she's human on the phone. Just, jack. yeah, just insane. Like women are it's just nuts. on another level. They're dude. awesome. Like I lucked out. Like I don't know why my wife's with me, but she's. I awesome. don't know either. That's it's rare. Yeah. That's a pretty good. I mean, it, it, you're right. I am a basement husband. Like she's. The yeah. best, but well, you're not a bad looking dude, honestly. No, well, I mean, I know that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're, honestly, you're not like a bad looking dude. Like, thanks. I'm Chris. ugly. I like, I get it. Like, I understand. Well, we know that, right? I know. If you had your teeth fixed, dude, we you'd nah, be a lot. I think I'd still be ugly. Well, it would still I'd give you half a point. But I'm old, yeah. so I'm gonna look lame if I have braces yeah. on. Well, yeah, now, right? Just knock them out and get veneers. No, I'm out. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, so everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. Support these advertisers that support the show. Uh, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. If you guys want to talk about this bike further, if you have any questions, uh, if you want to get with Gary, what's your email, Gary? Uh, Gary.Sutherland at WPSInc.com. Is there any dashes, WPSInc or no? Yes, dash ink, yep. That's the first time I've had to, that's the first time I've had to officially give out my email like that, that was do it one more time because that's really long email gary dot sutherland mm-hmm. at wps mm-hmm. dash dash dot com okay there it is people thank yeah. you for joining me gary i appreciate that and uh we'll see you at well, the track for some dick measuring soon no no we're good let's just go ride that cowie at another track and give these people well, that's what you're gonna ride stuff. that's what you want so i'm gonna give it to yeah, you let's go okay yeah. i'll get my lip bro i'm gonna start training All right, guys. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next week off to Florida. Ooh.